So tonight is First Friday, and here at Indie Week, we are super excited to be premiering Boulevard's new album. We're yes. here with Raleigh born and raised Jamil Rashad, who is the genius behind Boulevard. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Jamil, thank you so much thank for coming you, on board you. today. Not a genius, but um, you know, I definitely <laughs> work hard. What I do, try to work hard, you know. Yeah. So um, you know, tell us about how this album came to be. Yeah. So um, you know, this album I've, I've done previous records and. You know, growing up in a household where playing a lot of like, you know, 60s, 70s funk was always playing in the household. Looking at these credits on the record, I wanted to make a rough, rugged, you know, dance record, you know, that I always wanted to make, man. And like, you know, bring that punk funk to life with more analog, more live instruments, but still keep it boulevard, still keep it funky, but still keep it raw. You know, so I was talking to one of my, uh, the guy that makes my last record, he's Andre 3000's uh, manager. And I remember, I was like, hey man, um, you know, he asked me, he told me what my problem was. He was like, man, your problem is, you know, translating your live show to the record. Mm. So I felt like that was something that was missing, and I wanted to be able to do that on this record. So bring that live, raw energy that people come to see my shows on the record. So when people hear this record, they kind of they can visualize and feel this sweat, feel the rawness. Nice. Like, when you, like back in the day, like when you go to a James Brown concert, Sly Stone concert, mm -hmm. Rolling Stone concert, you go to a Little Richard concert, Wilson Pickett, you feel that sweat, you feel that energy. When you watch those videos on YouTube, you feel that, and that's what I wanted to get people to have that visualization. Visualization when they hear this record. How do you? How are you able vibe. to translate that in the studio? It, it's just about it's just energy, man. I mean, not not doing it as perfect because live show is not perfect. You know, mm -hmm. for me, I don't try to like make it so so polished because everything is obviously in person. It's on the fly a lot mm -hmm. of times. Obviously, there's rehearsal and things of that nature, but you want to bring that aesthetic to the record where it's it's, it's loose, it's perfect, but not so perfect. You know, so. Um, it's just it's, it's more about just doing it like not being so perfect and not really worrying about perfection I think a lot of previous records I was worried about things being so polished like a top 40 record like so like arranged and so perfect and I was like this record I'm not worried about that I'm just like this is let people feel the passion let people feel the sweat let people feel the music you know so what are some of the tracks um, that you're really proud of on this record oh man the first record Lord knows that the intro track I'm really, really proud of. That was the first figure to kind of set the tone. That'll be the first figure that we wrote. Um, I do like Troubles. Losing My Mind is is good because it's it's talking about, like, my addiction and stuff like that and, you know, my, my uh, battle with, you know, alcoholism and addiction, mm -hmm. all that. So it's called Losing My Mind. And it's, like, you know, starting with some, like, freestyle spoken word poetry. And then I get into, like, this Curtis Mayfield falsetto. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, very, very vibey, very cinematic. Um, I mean that's so that's probably one of my favorite tracks in this track called Troubles that I really really love. It's like a an anthem. Um, I wanted to make kind of like a, a dope anthem you can kind of hear in the stadium, but also a party anthem like you hear the wedding go a bar mitzvah something like that. You know, so um, I mean I love this I love this whole record to be honest with you, man. I mean it's one of the first records. I, I mean I've put out a couple records and songs, man. This is one of the first records I, I have to say I feel really confident. I love it. Like, awesome. you, know, you know, I mean, but but like everything's a process. I had to make those two records to get to this point. Yeah. You know, you know, so. So you grew up in Raleigh. Tell me a little bit about how, about how you grew up here. Mm. Grew up in uh, Northeast Raleigh. My dad worked at U uh, WSHA, Shaw University. You know, so he was a radio there, radio DJ oh, there. Okay. So he had our program. He was on the air. So I worked there. I mean, he worked there and then have a sister. You know, you know, middle class home, and grew up here. Went to you know middle school here, high school, and ran cross country and track. Mm -hmm. And you still run? Yeah, I still run. I got back <laughs> into running. I uh, ran the UNC Charlotte, man. I mean, Raleigh's 
hasn't been always this cool. It's been dope growing up here, and it's, and it's been a slow process. And seeing how so much has changed now, it's been a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been awesome seeing how the way it's been grown and now that the way it's thriving too, it's awesome. How do you think like growing up here really informed, how did that really inform making this record? Uh, I mean, I mean, a lot of it just comes to like those Sunday mornings when my dad played the music, you know, when he played the music or Saturday and Sunday mornings, he would, we'd be cleaning up the house, me and my sister, and you know, he'll have the radio in the background with its reggae, a reggae segment on WSHA or it's a funk segment of blues. And that was kind of what I was visualizing, you know, like playing this record back in the house with me and my dad and my sister while we clean, helping him clean up the house. Got like the, what was that, what's that, that wood polish you put on the wood and you, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could, I could just smell that and like, that was kind of like what I wanted to bring back, what I wanted, that was what I was visioning as well too. Awesome. So you said like, you know, Raleigh has really changed since you grew yeah, up here. Like how, how has it changed, do you think? Oh, obviously you got a lot of northerners coming out, coming out and doing yeah. out here. A lot of people <laughs> from the west. It's very affordable. Um, a lot more businesses, a lot of young entrepreneurship, which is I think is amazing. It's dope, and then obviously you got people like yourself, cool indie weed moving in downtown, which I think is going to be it's going to be great for Raleigh. The culture has just changed so much. You got Dorothy Dix, you know, you got a Hopscotch Festival, you know, you got so many things that are going on in Raleigh that has just made it so hip and so cool. You know yeah, it used to you didn't want to come downtown. Downtown was whack. Yeah, I remember like you did not want to go downtown. Why, or why beat, not? Because <laughs> it was whack and it was terrible. There was nothing. I mean, you didn't have a trophy there. You didn't have, you know. Uh, Slims was there though. Yeah, yeah, Slims. <laughs> uh, but you, you didn't have Raleigh Raw. You didn't have uh, Artist Style. You didn't have Pools Diner. You didn't have, you know, Chucks and you know all those places. Crawford and Son, all the stuff down here, man. You didn't have that, you know. So yeah. it was. It's definitely changed a lot and it's helped. Yeah. And you said you told me too that you lived in New York for a little mm -hmm. while. How did that how did that change you as a as an artist? Oh man, I mean going through so that was a dark that was a dark place for me, you know, but but it was but it's I don't regret it at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean I had I was living there when I was signed to capture tracks and I wanted to do you know, to, to be closer to like the action. So yeah. LA, you know, to in in New York where all the action were all you know, the artists were, and all the dope shows were, you know, the dope bars, and you know, it's all that, that, that vibe, that energy. It definitely helped me as far as growing as a person, mm -hmm. more than anything, as far as more than the music. It helped me grow and learn a lot of things about myself that I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, you also mentioned you struggled with addiction. Yeah. I mean, how did that kind of change you as an artist as well? Um, excuse me, um, be more clear, mm -hmm. you know, as far as, be more focused and I, you know it's funny I was talking to a friend yesterday I was like yo this is like the first record I've written sober really <laughs> I was like, when, did you, yeah. when did you get sober yeah so I'm going on two years oh wow congratulations this July 3rd you know um, you know all grace to God you know you know, keep that going keep trucking but uh, yeah man I mean I struggled with it for a while you know try to be clean try not to be you know struggle with it and being honest with myself and then it got to a point where I was just tired yeah I was sick and tired which is a, a song off this record called sick and tired really <laughs> yeah yeah you know I was just kind of really just got to the point where I was just I was tired of harming myself but obviously obviously people around me I just got tired of it you know just yeah didn't, didn't have time for it if I wanted to be a better artist better son better partner brother friend musician there was no way I could live that lifestyle anymore no way yeah um, so you know, you're, so what are you, uh, what are you hoping kind of comes out of this album? What are you hoping people take away from? it? I mean, it? to me, this is almost like a new boulevard, man. It's still funky, it's still funk, but it's for me, it's a, kind of a new beginning, man, because obviously, you know, 
doing everything in the past and going through so much where as far as labels not wanting it, leaving a label, you know, different relationships and just growing, moving around a lot, and obviously being sober, I feel like this is almost like a rejuvenation, like a rebirth. Really? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. And it's all live, but this look this is it's, it's a step in the right direction for boulevards and we're really really excited about it. and i'm excited for people to hear it man because i think it's going to show a side of boulevards people have been kind of wanting to hear you know and, uh, nobody's doing that punk funk you know what i'm saying so i want to keep it raw rough rugged you know and just you know keep it keep it keep it live you know absolutely so and speaking of live you're about to go on tour tell me a little bit about yeah, that be in montreal jazz fest i got i got uh, invited to do that a second time they never invited anybody back Really? I that six time. Last year it was like forty thousand. This would be a smaller stage, about five thousand, but still an honor to be back in one of the most, you know, uh biggest and, you know, you know, dopest you know, jazz fest in the world. Yeah. You know, doing Toronto, doing Chicago, doing Milwaukee, Des Moines. So basically this tour is kinda like just, you know, finding the bass and introducing the, this record and this music and the performance of some new people, some new faces. And are you gonna be playing performing in Raleigh at all? Uh, nine times soon. Uh, I, I, just, I just did Lincoln Theater. Uh-huh. Um, but I do have an announcement coming up soon. Okay, so, okay. So know, we'll have to um, stay tuned for no, that. It won't be hopscotch. I will say that because I did hopscotch the last five years. Okay. So it won't be hopscotch, but we do have something. You know, we, we're, we're planning to announce very, very soon. Oh, awesome! So the album um, drops tonight at midnight. Where can people get that? Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, YouTube. Awesome. You know, but you know, a lot of people use Spotify and Apple, man. So you know, yeah. that's where you can find it. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else uh, you want people to know about this album? Hey, just you know, hey, Boulevards, you dig album, third album. You know, I'm it's excited. A new beginning. It's a new beginning. You know, hope people enjoy it, vibe out to it. You know, let your mans listen to it, let your girl listen to it, your side chick, your side dude, your <laughs> wives, your husbands, your hun- your friend, your homie. It's a vibe, man. It's a vibe. This record's a vibe. You know, I'm really excited and I'm really, really ecstatic to, to put it out, you know. And we're, we're just so happy that, you know, you, you're sharing it here at Indie Week at our I, first Friday. I'm glad you guys wanted to, you know. It's Absolutely. awesome, man. You know, I mean, I feel like it was a great space. The vision, you know, came alive and, you know, yeah, it just feels really right to do it, yeah. Now that you have a taste for this album by Boulevards, check out this track, My Baby's Gone. Baby, 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 baby,
Subscribe to our podcast on the Apple Podcast app and look for more episodes at IndieWeek.com.